Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And welcome back into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Sersosimo, and today you're listening on the Believe Network. Boy, do we have a lot to get to today. We're going to start with some Australian Open news. They come out with the brackets and the draws for the Aussie Open. We're going to talk all things Australian Open. Don't worry about it. We're going to get to it. Then after that, there's still tournaments going on. Brisbane happened. Adelaide's going on. The United Cup. Everything, right? So there's still a lot to get to that's happening right now. But with the draws coming out for the Aussie Open, we have to start there, and we're going to start there. Let's start with the seeding on the men's side. First off, we have Novak Djokovic at one. I'm just going to go through them here. Djokovic, Alcaraz, Daniil Medvedev, Yannick Sinner, Andre Rublev is number five. Then you go Alexander Sverev, Tsitsipas, Holger Runa, Hubie Hercoc, and Alex de Manure, the Australian, wraps up the top ten. And then after that, you're going to go Kasper Ruud, Taylor Fritz, Grigor Dimitrov, Tommy Paul, Karen Hotchnov is number 15. That's a interesting slide right there because those are all guys that can be in the top 10 and just haven't really got there. Although the top 10 is pretty cemented. There's some solid players in the top 10. Um, and then after that, the Americans after that I'm going to name are going to be Ben Shelton at 16, Francis Tiafo at 17, and then Sebastian Corda at 29. So the Americans are there. How many Americans are in the top 25 here? You got one, two, three, four, five. You have five Americans in the top, uh, you know, 30 right here that can make a noise at the Australian Open. Will they? Have they? Traditionally, I don't know if they're going to make that much noise. There's some dudes playing great tennis right now around the tour, and we're going to get to that here in just a second. But when you look at Djokovic, Alcaraz, Daniil Medvedev, and Yannick Sinner as the top four players in the Australian Open, it's starting to look a little bit like it did when the big three were in there, where you're like, you're looking at these dudes and you're like, I don't know who's going to beat these guys. Like, I genuinely don't know if anybody can beat these guys. And I'm not sure they can. The top four right now in tennis are so incredibly solid. They're not the big three, but they're so good. And it's hard to believe that someone can get through all four of them, right? Like someone's going to need to beat one of them. And then that's going to lead into another one. Eventually in the semifinals going to lead to another one in the final stuff like that. They got to beat like three of them if they want to win. It's hard to believe that that can happen, but you know, it can, but it's hard to believe that that's the way it's going to go, especially in Australia where Novak dominates. Yannick Sinner has been playing really well. You know, uh, Medvedev is on the cusp of getting another one, and Carlos Alcaraz, you know, is a weapon wherever he goes. So I have a hard time be believing it's going to happen in Australia. I'll get to my pick and my prediction towards the end of this podcast episode. But right now, let's get to the path to the finals for these guys. Novak Djokovic, path to the final. Um, he's got to play a lucky loser. I think his biggest test, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I think his biggest test is going to obviously be in his semifinal where he's going to play Sinner, Rublev, or Damanur. Uh, most likely. This goes by seedings and who he could play. The interesting part is he could play Andy Murray in the third round. Now, this would have been a really, really good match like in 2013 or 2011. This not going to be much of a match here in 2023, I don't believe. Um, he could play, you know, Shelton or Vavrinka in the round of 16, and then he goes into Sitsipas or Fritz. I mean, there's there's chances there. He's on the same side of the bracket as Yannick Sinner. Um, 
you know, Alcaraz, Medvedev, Zverev, or Runa is going to come out of the other side, I believe. So um, Novak Djokovic plays lucky loser first round. Not an incredibly hard path. Now, when you look at Carlos Alcaraz, not a super hard path, but on the other hand, not like crazy easy for being a two seed. He plays Gasquet in the first round, um, and then he plays Sinego or Evans. Like, dude, this is a two seed. This is what he drew. This is tough. Uh, Bublik, and then he could face... I think his toughest match is going to come probably in the quarterfinals against either Rude or Zverev. I think it's going to be Zverev, and I think that's going to be his test or battle. Uh, Daniil Medvedev, the three seed. Um, again, Medvedev and and uh, Alcaraz could meet in the semifinals. That's where, I mean, that's what everyone really wants to see. And that's where things could get really interesting. Uh, Daniil Medvedev, his hardest test will probably be Runa or Hercoc in the quarters. I mean, he's got like FAA maybe in the third round, but I don't, I don't really see him going out before that. Yannick Sinner, his test will be Tiafo or Hachinov. If he, if he faces Hachinov in the round of sixteen, that could be iffy. Uh, but Djokovic, obviously, in the semifinals is his. Holga Runa. Uh, you know, uh, Ho- Jose Margado on Twitter said this is by far the worst path for a top eight seed. He is the eighth seed and he will play Nishioka and then Jerry and then either Fields or Greek Spore, which is hard. And then Herkoc and then Medvedev or Dimitrov. And then he gets the semis and that's Alcaraz or Sverev. And then the final could be anybody from the other side in Djokovic center or Sitsipas. That is tough. That that ain't easy. Uh, there's also a crazy path to the to the final for uh, the tenth seed and the number one Australian right now, which is Damon Neuer, Rayonich, Arnaldi, Jerry, Korda, or Rublev, Sinner, Tiafo, or Hachinov, and then Djokovic, Tsitsipas, and then the final on the other side of the bracket, which would be Alcaraz, Medvedev, Zverev, Runa. That one sucks too. God, this this bracket's stacked. Even with guys that aren't playing in this bracket, this bracket is stacked. Speaking of guys that aren't playing, before I get more into this, uh, sorry, this is kind of a tangent here, but Rafael Nadal is not playing in the Australian Open. And I maybe should have mentioned this earlier, but I didn't. Uh, that's huge, huge news. Um, him not playing in the Australian Open sucks. He left Brisbane with an injury, and he said he, you know, he would like to play, and he went and got some tests done, and it just never, it didn't really, you know, solve the problem and it looks a little worse than maybe he might have originally thought so he is not playing in the Australian Open gutted for Rafa um I know he doesn't need to play more tournaments and I know he doesn't need to prove anything more but I'm more in the realm of like wanting to enjoy this last run that he's doing right because we didn't we got to enjoy Rogers last run a little bit but injuries keep taking these guys and the way that Djokovic is still playing you believe that, you know, is it can Rafa do this still? Can Rafa do this still? And seeing him struggle with injuries and not be able to get back honestly sucks. Like it does suck. And I want to see him in Australia. I want to see him, you know, play in these massive tournaments. And I, he brings a big draw. And like I said, I'm in the era of like just enjoying this. Like I would wake up at two o'clock in the morning to watch a first round match of Rafa just because it's Rafa and any match could be his last. And I think what the last year taught us is we're not going to have Rafa forever. So we need to enjoy it just a little bit more. At, at this point, we still think we're going to get Djokovic forever just because of his longevity and the way he's playing and how he's proven to be really, really good deep in his 30s. 
But Rafa's time is coming to a quick end, and we want to enjoy it as much as possible. The interesting part about Rafa moving forward, which I'll probably get to in more episodes after the Australian Open, is what does he have left in 2024? I believe it's just Roland Garros um, with the injuries that he's having. I think he's just going to gear up to play Roland Garros. He's going to miss Miami, Indian Wells. I think he has an exhibition in Vegas or something for Netflix. He might play in that, but I can't believe he's going to play like hardcore in that. And then it's Roland Garros. It's all clay. It's all clay. It's all clay, which sucks because clay points take forever and it can be physically, physically demanding. And that's going to be the one that he plays. But that's Rafa for you. And that's, I believe, what's going to happen. Anyway, Rafa not playing in the Australian Open. Let's get to the projected semifinal or the projected quarterfinals according to seeding. Now, I just went through like, who they could play leading up to it. This or the round of 16. This is kind of what what we need to pay attention to. Sorry, I'm not going round 16. I'm going quarterfinals. Uh, Djokovic could play Sitsipas. This is according to seeding. Djokovic plays Sitsipas. Sinner plays Rublev. Medvedev plays Runa. And Alcaraz plays Ferev. Sinner Rublev could be really, really good. The 4-5 seed there. Um, Medvedev and Runa... I think Medvedev still wins that unless Runa is just playing out of his mind. I think Alcaraz Sferov will be probably the best quarterfinal here. Sferov has been playing really good tennis. Uh, they just won the United Cup, and I think he rolls right into what's happening here at the Aussie Open. So I think this could probably be the best quarterfinal. The semifinal there would probably be Djokovic, Sinner, Medvedev, Alcaraz. Do I think all four are going to make it? I don't know. I kind of feel like someone's going to get upset. I don't know who, though. I could see Alcaraz getting upset, or I could see Medvedev getting upset. To see Sinner get upset, I don't really see it coming. And I know if this happens, y'all going to come back to this podcast and say, oh, you, you didn't see It's like, dude, have you watched these guys play lately? They're weapons on the court right now. Like, I don't see any of them losing, and that's the problem. And I'm not a big upset guy to begin with just because of how dominant the top four can be in the sport of tennis. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big upset guy on the back end of it. Like Rublev, Runa, Sverev, uh, Sitsipas. I can see all those guys getting upset. But I don't really see the top four. And the hard part is I like to be, you know, not just pick the same people over and over and over again. But my God, have you seen Novak Djokovic play tennis lately? It's hard not to pick him in literally everything. Him or Alcaraz. Like, they destroy the tennis ball and they destroy people <laughs> like in the sport of tennis. They do. And so it's hard not to pick them. And it's hard to go on like a, a limb and pick someone else because no one else can play at the level that they're playing at. All right, let's get to some great first round matches that you can watch in round one. Dominic Team's going to play Felix Ogier, Ali Asim. Uh, FAA struggled last year. Team's been struggling ever since injury. This will be interesting. The best one in my mind is... Stefano Tsitsipas versus Matteo Berrettini. Matteo Berrettini unseated because he's battled with injuries and hasn't played a whole lot over the last year, playing Tsitsipas in the first round. Tsitsipas being a top 10 seed. What an absolute brutal way to start the Aussie Open in the year for Tsitsipas. He could very well lose right off the bat. Do I think he will? No, because I don't know if Berrettini's back to 100% yet. But that sucks. 
for Stefano Tsitsipas to play Matteo Berrettini first round. Uh, Adrian Manorino is going to play Stan Wawrinka in the first round. Batista is going to play Ben Shelton in the first round. Rayonich is going to play Alex De Manure. De Manure, a guy that I could really see going on a run here. Francis Diafo is going to play Borna Chorich in the first round. Then you got Fuchovic is going to play Dimitrov. And Greek Spore is going to play Sofalin. So Dimitrov, I think, could make a run here. That is my hot take here. Dimitrov, and I know he's been playing well lately, but I think the two players that I think can make an absolute run at the Australian Open are going to be Grigor Dimitrov and Alex Damanur because they're both playing well right now, and I think this is kind of a little bit of a window for them. Do I think, like, do I think they're going to win it? Probably not. But do I think they're going to have a real chance uh, to make a deep, deep run? Yes, absolutely I do. Uh, this is going to be a really good draw. Uh, men and women, both sides. But I better get to my pick here, and my pick to win the Australian Open is going to be Novak Djokovic. I hate to do it. I hate to pick the top guy. I hate to pick number one. But if it wasn't Melbourne, I'd pick somewhere else. Uh, Novak Djokovic in Melbourne, he's won this tournament so many times, and he's literally like they call him the king of Melbourne for a reason. I think he looks loose. I think he looks fierce. And I think he looks deadly to be honest with you when it comes to this bracket I think he can do it and being the top seed and having an easier route to the final I think is going to help him tremendously Novak Djokovic I believe gets his what would this be 24 I was wrong 25 this will be his 25th Grand Slam title I believe he gets it in Melbourne do I believe he gets the calendar Grand Slam no I think Sinner Alcaraz Medvedev one of those guys makes a surprise run later in the year at one of the other Grand Slams but to start the year year end number one last year playing really well and he just knows how to start his season on a good note because he's won in Melbourne so many times Novak Djokovic is my winner for the Australian Open in 2024 that is my pick lock it in God, I can't wait for this tournament to start, though. Let's touch on the women's side here real quick. Uh, first round matches on the women's side. Iga Fiatek draws the 2020 champion, Sophia Kennan, in the first round. That's brutal. Um, Kennan obviously hasn't been to the level she was in 2021 or 2020 at all. But Iga Fiatek getting a former champion in the first round is tough. Another round one, Naomi Osaka is going to face Caroline Garcia. That is a match I believe Osaka could lose. Um, Garcia played really well in 2023. Osaka uh, still getting back into the swing of things, so to speak, with tennis. So that could be tough. Um, more round ones, Azarenka is going to play Gorgie. Uh, Kerber is going to play Collins. That's Daniil Collins. Uh, Daniil. Danielle Collins. <laughs> Daniil Medvedev. I've been talking a lot of Medvedev lately. Uh, Samsonova is going to play Anisimova in the first round, and Wozniacki is going to play Lynette. So uh, Wozniacki being in this tournament is a good sign. It's going to be fun to watch her go further in this tournament. Who do I think could win the Australian Open? I'm going to go with Azarenka. I think Azarenka could be... She just played so well as of late. And I think, you know, with getting already a Grand Slam win under her belt. I believe that helps her a lot moving into 2024 and she can play on this stage. Obviously, Iga is the favorite and I think she could very well win this tournament for sure. But the way Azarenka has played, I believe Azarenka is the two seed uh, in this draw. She could be like dangerous, dangerous. Uh, yeah, Azarenka is the two seed and she doesn't know who she's playing in the first round. I believe it's going to be either a lucky loser or a qualifier. Um, but I think she could do some major, major damage here uh, with Iga Fiatek being the one seed. That's a tough draw. Iga Fiatek plays uh, Sophia Kennan and then right into Daniel Collins or Kerber. 
who made this bracket for the one seed? That's terrible. That sucks. Um, dude, Iga could very well, like, you know, skip through all of them. She's so, so good. But to have that test in the first two rounds of a Grand Slam, not necessarily ideal. I'm not sure how that actually came to fruition. But my pick to win it on the women's side is Arena Sabalenka. I believe she gets another Grand Slam win here in Australia. Let's get to some other news. We got to get to it real fast. Sorry I took so long on all that other stuff, but uh, I believed it was important and I wanted to make sure I got to everything today. And we'll keep we'll keep moving through here. Um, Let's go. Uh, Grigor Dimitrov won Brisbane. A huge win for him. 112 tournaments later between his last win. Um, good th- Tennis TV says good things to c- come for those who wait. Uh, for him to get that win, he was emotional about it. Uh, he deserves that win. Brisbane wasn't an easy draw this year, but for him to get that dub at the beginning of 2024 is special, and he's all smiles, and I believe he, he just played really well that that week in Brisbane, so I believe he can carry that into this tournament. Um, Alex A. Manure, great, great tournament. He uh, is the first Australian player to reach the ATP top 10 since Leighton Hewitt did in 2006. I mentioned him being in the top 10 earlier in this episode. He's top 10 for the Australian Open. He's the first one since 06. That's the level he's playing at right now. Madison Keys on the women's side will not be playing in the Aussie Open, she says, unfortunately, she's been struggling with a shoulder injury. Uh, she's been advised by my medical staff to withdraw from the Aussie Open. Um, obviously, she's bummed out about it, but uh, that is the decision that she has come to to not play in the Aussie Open. More news from the ATP Tour. Uh, the ATP and the WTA have announced new scheduling guidelines um, that include preventing matches from starting after 11 p.m. except uh, with approval. The tour also as conducing a strategic review to increase consistency with the tennis balls used in competition. This is something I'm just mentioning now. This is not really a problem at Grand Slams because they have days to rest. This comes in problem when like the 250s, the 500s, the 1000s, when they don't have time between matches. Yannick Sinner had to pull out of a match last last year because of this. He didn't have enough time uh, to recover after his late, late night match. I got over at like three in the morning or something like that. This is a topic I'm going to touch on after the Aussie open. I wanted to mention it now because we have talked about it so much over the last few months. This is something they look at changing, but I'm going to bring this back up here in about a month after the Aussie open when things kind of settle down. And so I can get into it more because I believe it, uh, it deserves more of my attention. Other going on right now, Adelaide's going on right now. That'll happen. Uh, Coco Goff won a tournament. I believe it was Auckland. Uh, she won that tournament in New Zealand, which was really cool, moving into the Aussie Open. But this episode is all about the Australian Open. Who, who do I believe is going to win? What are matches to watch? Getting you ready for things that are about to go down in Melbourne. It begins on the 14th of January, which I believe is Sunday. The, it, the whole thing's weird, though. Like Some of it happens... Uh, like. Over it, a lot of it happens overnight here if you're in America. So just beware that you'll probably fall asleep watching first round matches, wake up, and you'll have to get the update from everything that happened the night before. I appreciate you listening. We'll get this podcast pumped out throughout the Australian Open so we can keep updating you on everything that's happening at the Aussie Open. I went a little long here, but I think it deserves it because it's the first Grand Slam of the year. I wanted to get my picks out there. I wanted to get you informed on everything that's happening down under, and I think we're there. I can't wait for the Aussie Open. Just days away. I'm excited about it. It's about time to happen. The Aussie Open. Novak Djokovic, Arena Sabalenka. My picks to win it down under. 
I can't wait for the Aussie Open. It's on in a few days. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and happy tennis. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.